Good morning, loyal listeners, and welcome again to Mercury, a broadcast of hope. I'm Agnes Drew, here today with Dr. Rosalind Clark, and today is day 198 since we came back on the air. Dr. Clark, I was looking at what we're going to be discussing with the listeners today, and I have a question before we get started. Okay, what is it? Why do we do all the food-related broadcasts? Why doesn't Max ever do any? Because his brain is filled with sawdust? I don't know. Do you really want Max talking about food? Think carefully before you answer. Uh, no, I guess not. We'd end up talking about how gluten intolerance was an early warning sign of the zombies because it somehow made people crave meat even more than usual or something. Precisely. Best leave it to the experts, which is us. So what we're going to talk about today is honey. That's right. Now, honey, which was already important, is becoming more important as we get deeper into the zombie situation. Refined cane sugar is becoming harder and harder to find, which I might argue is actually a good thing because it's terrible for your teeth and your health. Honey is a really good substitute. I used to put honey in my tea back when we still had tea. I miss tea. I get misty thinking about tea also. What? I'm sorry. I'm just not sure what came over me. I think I've been hanging around Max too much. Anyway, honey is chemically similar to sucrose, which is the granulated sugar that most of us used to use. It does have a distinctive flavor, but can be used as a sugar substitute in just about anything you might happen to want to cook. It's also easily stored and preserved, because most microorganisms don't grow in it. So if you seal it up, it can last thousands of years. I hope we're not going to be in this situation for thousands of years. I wouldn't worry about that. Average human lifespan is only about 80 to 100. You know what I mean. Yes, I do. I'm just kidding. Now, when collecting honey, you do need to do several things. As we all know, honey comes from bees. I love bees. They're such cute, fuzzy little things. Yes, they can be pretty cute. Now, beekeeping has been practiced by humans since ancient times. One time, I was sitting on a bench, and this bee landed next to me and just sat there for a minute. I think it was tired and just needed a rest and maybe some company... It flew away after a minute or two. Great story, Agnes. Now, the best way to do this is to consult a professional, experienced beekeeper. But we'll go through the basics. First, you will want a protective suit of some kind to keep from getting stung. Bees are usually pretty docile, but they will defend their hive, and technically you are an invader. You're going to want to make sure you have everything sealed up and not have any little holes where a bee might get in. Light, smooth material is best. Why is that? Because the animals that normally attack beehives for their honey are bears and skunks. So you want to look as much unlike them as you can. Probably want to take a bath first, too. Couldn't hurt. Also, washing the suit is very important. Because when bees sting, they not only inject venom, but they'll also release an aggression pheromone. So you don't really want that on your beekeeping suit. Next, a smoke pot will help to calm the bees. The reason this works is because when bees smell smoke, they instinctively begin to feed because they think fire is nearby and that they may need to abandon the hive. I never knew that. I thought it just made them sleepy for some reason. That's why we're doing this, to educate people. If you do get stung, you will want to remove the stinger without squeezing the attached venom sac. Just a quick scrape with a fingernail should do it. But be very careful if you're allergic to bees or even if you're not sure if you're allergic. You don't want to find out the hard way and go into anaphylaxis. Depending on the severity, you may get by with an antihistamine, which are still somewhat easily found. But a severe reaction could require an epinephrine injection, and I haven't seen one of those available for months. 
And don't forget to leave the hive and the colony intact. Don't be mean to the bees. That's a great point. You want to be able to get more honey later, and you can't do that if you disrupt the colony so much that they dissipate, move, or die. So, what kind of recipes can you make with honey? Lots of stuff. As I mentioned earlier, it's an easy and natural sugar substitute. We can also use it as a glaze to sweeten certain kinds of dishes. Just because we're living in zombie apocalypse doesn't mean things can't taste good. I couldn't agree more. One last bit of advice. I know we talked about beekeeping, and it's a skill that humanity is going to have to relearn to a certain degree, or at least make more widespread. But we don't need to do it tomorrow. There's still plenty of honey to be found in stores, and like I mentioned earlier, it keeps really well. Take your time and learn how to do it right. Try to find an experienced beekeeper to train you, and don't go bumbling into a hive unprepared. I see what you did there. Guess I just can't get it out of my system. These lame jokes really give me a buzz. Wow, you have been hanging around Max too much. Let's wrap this up before it comes back to sting us. For Dr. Rosalind Clark, I'm Agnes Drew, and this has been Mercury: A Broadcast of Hope. Take care of each other.